In today's Conquering Codependency, God's Way, my biggest take-home points to remember in regards to our series on narcissism. Ready? Let's do this. Hey there, I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and I want to give you, especially if you're new, a big old virtual hug and welcome uh, to our YouTube channel, or if you're listening through podcasts, welcome to uh, our podcast. I'm so glad that you are here. You know, inside of our podcast, we teach those timeless biblical truths that can heal soul hurts, and one uh, subject that I'm passionate with a capital P about teaching on its codependency. And that's because for years I suffered under this coping mechanism and it flew right under the radar of my uh, flesh prompted good works. So I didn't even know that this is something uh, that I was battling with, but I was bound for a long time until God set me free through his living word. And now it is my passion to come and teach other believers uh, what God has taught me. And if you're new to our channel, we have a playlist called Conquering Codependency God's Way. And if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can catch all the videos there. So today I'm going to be um, wrapping up for now um, our series that we've been doing on the topic of narcissism. And we've been talking about that because a lot of times codependents will get themselves involved in a narcissistic relationship. And when that happens, it is not good at all. Because if your form of idolatry is people, which that is what codependency is, codependency uh, is a lack of God dependency. And it's that putting your faith, putting your trust, centering your life around people, controlling people. That's what codependency is. And so if a, a, the person that you're doing this with is unhealthy, is a narcissist, then you're in trouble. You're in big trouble because the narcissist wants to be worshiped. Uh, the narcissist wants everything to revolve uh, around them. And so we did this series to bring awareness to, uh, to the people that have uh, this personality um, uh, disorder so that you can become aware of people like this. And I gave the example um, that, you know, uh, I live in North Carolina, close about three hours away from the beach. And I know what a man of war jellyfish looks like, right? And so the man of war is not really out to get me. It's just kind of floating around in the ocean. Um, but when I see it, I don't come up to it and get real close to it, right? Because I'll get stung. And the same is true for a narcissistic personality that we need to become wise about it so that we can become aware um, of this personality. And that clearly the Bible says, um, and you can listen to my first um, episode inside of our series, but that, you know, God does not call us to be in close relationship with everybody. And certainly I believe that is true of somebody that has a narcissistic personality because as Christ followers, 
we want to put God first. It is all about putting God first. And so um, one of the things that I did was I interviewed two experts. Um, you can look back at my um, podcast with them. And what I want to do today is really just after kind of um, diving deeper into this topic, um, there were some major aha moments for me during this time. And, and I wanted to just sort of wrap up our time together uh, by sharing those uh, with you. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that after listening to stories from many different women um, and uh, just kind of reflecting on my own experience um, when I've gotten entangled um, inside of uh, relationships with a narcissist, I firmly believe, and this is just my opinion, again, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a uh, psychiatrist, I'm not, you know, I don't have those degrees, but in my opinion, um, I truly believe that the greatest way you can protect yourself from getting enmeshed inside of an unhealthy relationship, and it really doesn't even have to be narcissism, it could be anything, is flat out intimacy with God. That when you saturate yourself with his love, uh, really that then you're not looking to people to get that need met. And um, as I've talked with women um, just about this topic and about their own personal experiences um, in this area, one of the things that I keep seeing rise to the top is that there would be inside of their life um, a, a tragedy that would happen um, that would produce some trauma and oftentimes some, some pain in their life um, that would interrupt their relationship with God, right? And I've certainly been there when uh, something happens that just sort of comes from left field and you're asking God, why did this happen? And even though for me, I was still going to church, I was still reading my Bible because I knew that's what I needed to be doing. Um, but there was a part of my heart that I wasn't fully giving to God again because I was kind of pulling it uh, away. And, and many women that I've talked to um, about this, it was like there was something that happened and that something interrupted their intimacy with God. Again, I'm not talking about church attendance or reading your Bible. I'm talking about that love relationship um, with the Father. And that when that happened, that there was an open door, right? That it made us vulnerable um, uh, to um, getting enmeshed inside of these relationships. Now, and so that's the first thing, that that love relationship with God, that there's just, it's just matchless. No person can give you that God agape love. And when you truly feel that inside of your life, um, not that the enemy won't come and tempt you with people, but that, that it, your heart will be just saturated with his uh, love and running to other people um, is not something uh, that you're more prone uh, to do. And so, so I would say the biggest for me, one of the things I think that all of us can do to protect ourselves um, from getting enmeshed inside of a narcissistic relationship is to keep that relationship with God uh, going uh, strong. Um, the second thing that I want to say is that 
you know, we might say, well, I'm not in a narcissistic relationship and so I don't really need to listen to this. You know, the truth is, is that narcissists really, um, it's not just in a marriage relationship. They can be in the workplace. They can be in your church. They can be really anywhere. And so I think it's important for us, if we're not in one now, um, to have awareness with this personality type. And even if you never get inside of a situation like this, I'll tell you one thing that just stood out to me so much inside of this series um, is that, you know, I believe that the enemy, Satan, he is the greatest narcissist of all. I mean, the Bible talks about the fact that, you know, Satan wanted to be worshiped, that when he fell, you know, he wanted to be worshiped. That's certainly in a narcissistic personality. The Bible tells us that Satan will pull on our desires, right? That he wants to pull on those emotions um, that, that we have. And, you know, narcissists, they are like uh, vampires. One expert said they're like vampires with emotion, that they want to trigger emotions uh, within us because, you know, then you and I are under the control of our emotions, right? Um, and so they, they want to get us. And that is exactly one of the tactics um, that the enemy uses. The Bible says that the enemy kills, steals, and destroys. That he does not have your best intentions at heart. Um, and that that is really um, the, the ploy of a narcissist, that they are so self-focused, they don't care about you. Um, and so that's certainly um, true in inside of there. And so, so you know, with all these characteristics of a narcissist and watching out for them, I think it's good for us to even be aware of that because we need to be on our guard for the enemy. In the Bible, it never tells us to just hang out, right? Like we'll never get tempted, we'll never, no, it tells us to stay on our guard. And, um, you know, that narcissistic personality, that to me is something um, that is reflected in the way, the tactics um, of the enemy of your soul. And so, um, so we all have to deal with the narcissist, right? Um, because we all have to deal with the enemy. And so um, remembering that we need to put God first um, will help us in that scenario to not get drug around by our emotions um, and to know that when we put God first, um, that is how you and I can uh, live, th live free. Um, I think the other huge thing uh, about walking through this and about talking to experts is that really the reality um, that I learned from Dr. Kerry Kerr-McAvoy that uh, people that get entrapped inside of these enmeshed inside of narcissistic situations, that they are actually really good people, that they are displaying the fruits of the Spirit. There are two personality traits, and I'll link um, my video with Dr. Carrie Kerr-McAvoy so you can hear our whole, my whole interview with her. But Dr. Carrie Kerr-McAvoy said that they did all these studies and that every person that was a victim of narcissistic abuse, they had two 
common character traits. One was that they were agreeable. You know, people loved being around them. They are, do great working in groups, right? Um, and that's certainly good. That, that is good, right? Getting along with others. And then the other was um, just that strong moral compass, you know? And so I um, think that, you know, so many times when we walk out of the unhealthy situations that we've been in, we can, can just beat ourselves up. Like, how could this have happened? How could I could have gotten involved in this? And what I want to say to you, um, what I learned from her, which was a huge aha moment, is that it's not what's wrong about you. It's everything that's right about you. And the temptation can be to flip over to the other side. I mean, I remember, you know, in my early days of breaking free from codependency, I mean, it was like, I am never going to say yes to anybody. I'm never going to do, you know, I'm not going to let anybody control me, right? And, and you may think after watching this series on narcissism, like I've been too nice to people. Um, I'm a big pushover. Um, maybe I shouldn't do everything right all the time. You know, all that sort of stuff like that. And, you know, don't let go of what is good and beautiful about you. See it as the very treasure that the enemy was trying to turn against you. And now you can take that next level and use it against him to do uh, good in the world. But what the enemy wants to do is he wants you to feel shame for getting involved in that type of relationship. And you know what? You're going to waste a whole lot of time and a whole lot of energy if you do. Today is the day of freedom. It's time for you to walk free. And in that, don't lose what was good about you to begin with. All right. And then the fourth thing that was a huge aha moment, um, I have this uh, uh, online community called the Treasure Tribe. You can go to treasuretribe.com if you want to join us. One of the things that we did is we had a live Q&A with Dr. Carrie Kerr McAvoy. And uh, she is a great YouTube channel. I'll link it below. Um, so you can go and check that out. But wow, like tons of wisdom. And we were just firing off all these questions to her. And one of my questions was this. If we know somebody that is in a narcissistic relationship, like we're like, what's happening to this person? This person is, you know, dating this person. And now like he's alienating his family. He's, you know, whatever. Or, or maybe it is um, a, your child, maybe it's your daughter or your son, they're, they're older and you see them um, falling into a situation that is concerning for you, or perhaps it could be that it is a good friend um, that you have. How should you um, approach that? The first thing that she said is don't underestimate the power of prayer. And you know, we need to remember that because you know, we can um, falsely believe that a narcissist is more powerful um, 
than people. And he may, they may be able to outsmart some people, but they are not more powerful than God. And so prayer really is our first line of defense. But then she said something, and this was really um, the, the concerning part. She said, you know, essentially what a narcissist does is it uses a lot of the tactics that cults use to draw people in and control people. And she said, the person that falls prey to that, they are like brainwashed. And I was like, whoa, that is pretty scary, right? And so she was explaining that, you know, you need to be there for the long haul for that person and pray your heart out for that person and, um, and you know, be there for them so that when the chips fall, and she said, and they will, that you'll be there to, to tell them the truth, that they can get out, that this is not healthy, that putting God first is the most important thing. Um, but let's go back and look at that, like brainwashed. And I want you to think about whenever we hesitate to set boundaries with people, think back on that. Because really, God wants us to put him first and surrendering control over to anybody or anything is idolatry. But the bottom line is this, is that God has called you to live a free life and to use your freedom to take your, to take your free will and to surrender it to him. And so that's why this topic of narcissism is critical because we want to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit and nobody else. And so I say all that to say that this is not fire to play around with. You know, the enemy can work through people and that um, the hard heart of a narcissist and that need to be worshipped is not a person that you and I need to become enmeshed with. And that it can begin with a little door, a little crack, a little opening, and it can move into something very messy, very unhealthy. And God wants you to be free. If you're in a situation right now where you are facing that and you find yourself going back and forth for what is the right thing to do, I want to encourage you to take open the book of Galatians and go to chapter 5, verse 1. The message translation says this, that Christ has called you free to live a free life. That is what God has called you to live. He wants you to live free. Why? So that you can surrender your free will to him and put him first. And then it says in Galatians 5.1, never. It says, so take your stand. And then it says, never let anyone throw a harness around you. So, 
I hope that this series on narcissism has given you wisdom to recognize when somebody is putting a harness around you. And I hope and pray that you will see that you can walk away because God wants you to put him first. I'm going to go ahead and close out this series today. I'll be back next week with another video in our Conquering Codependency God's Way series. So I hope that you'll stay tuned for that. And if this series on narcissism would help a friend that you know, pass it on. When you do, you're not only helping other people, but you help Treasured Ministries expand our reach. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.